let's throw Kate in there also. So we adopted her as well. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, oh, like, what's the point? She's 26. Who cares? Yeah. But like, we are firm believers that every person deserves a family. And so when she got married in January last year, Chris walked her down the aisle. And had he not done that, who would have walked her down the aisle? And so we just think that there are many lonely adults out there. There are many lonely children and they deserve a home. Welcome to Shop Talk with Chief Jeff Walther and Sergeant Allison Semsis. Hey everyone, welcome to the 24th episode. Allison, can you believe it's the 24th episode? I know, like, I gush over this all the time, right? Gush over. It's like 24th episode of Shop Talk. I'm your host, Chief Jeff Walther with the Scottsdale Police Department and my trusty sidekick. I used to love saying that about a Kwan. I just, can't, I just don't feel right saying that about, about Sergeant Samsis and calling her my trusty sidekick because she's really running the show. Yes. Right, yeah, Allison. Absolutely. I was super excited to say the 24th episode, but you stole that from me. So, so let, we'll you, back Jeff. up. We'll back up. Just say, okay, okay, go. Allison, you go. Uh, welcome to the 24th <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big deal, right? It's it a big is. deal. It's the 24th episode. It means we've been doing this for two years. Yep. Right? Absolutely. We, do one, we do one a month and one interesting podcast a month. Although I will, I will say, we just did get notified that we, <laughs> we are in the top 50 podcasts that come out of the city of Scottsdale. I don't mean that now all of you naysayers are like, oh, that's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> that's a big deal. Uh, that's not city. You know, if there were like city podcasts and we are number 50, I think there's only three. Um, that would be bad. Uh, but that's all podcasts that come out of the the, um, the the confines of the city. And so we're number 12. Yeah, it is a big deal. So Pretty proud yeah, of that. Not, not bad, not bad. So appreciate the 12 of you that are listening and that have uh, continued to share on, <laughs> on X, formerly known as Twitter and, uh, and Facebook. Mm. And so that's, uh, that's great. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Excited. Always excited to do these. Um, and we're going to get into our guest today uh, here momentarily because I love when we do human interest stories. I like when we bring in our employees to talk about great things that we're doing. And then we're going to do that today. So we're really excited about that. But like always, just like to check in with uh, with the community out there and kick off with a thought or an idea, things uh, going on. I know I, I talk a lot about how busy we are and a lot that's going on, and I'm super thankful um, that we're kind of smack dab toward the end of the summer here. It's starting to cool down. No, okay, no, it's not. Don't jinx it. I know. Mm, it's gonna do be not a, jinx it. It's going to be 100 degrees like through September, the end of September, and, you know, we're it's usually when candy melts on Halloween night when you're walking around, it's still going to be hot, but it's a few degrees cooler. Um, a few drops we, of rain. Yeah. It's been, Exciting. it's been a little, it's been, you know, monsoon muggy, but uh, what's been <laughs> nice for us. And I don't, I don't know what it was maybe because we had such a massive, um, yes, yeah, Steve, <laughs> Steve showing us the weather for the next uh, 10 days. It's going to be awful. But anyway, um, <laughs> What's been nice about the summer is that we're in our lull. And maybe this this summer is a little bit better because we were so busy during the Open and Super Bowl season. We, it was chaos. I'm just the number of people we had here. And now I found out yesterday that we're adding a, another signature event. What? For real. What is it? But you know what's good about it, Allison, is that they're waiting until the end of what our normal season is. You know, usually like... Spring training, the end of spring training, kind of is the unofficial end of our signature event series. Yeah, not anymore. What is it? Yeah, it's going to be the new tour to Scottsdale that's coming back, bigger, better than ever. 
and that's now going to be the end of April. Yeah. Yeah. So. It, that's yeah. Yeah. Lots of good food. No. Who cares? It's thousands of people. <laughs> it's going to be, <laughs> but what's been nice this year. And so I actually welcome it back. It's, it's nice. It's going to be bigger and better than ever, but they want to really make it a week long bike event. Uh, so it's not just going to be the tour de Scottsdale. It's going to be that on steroids plus uh, bike events, food events, uh, week long event. Uh, fortunately that will, uh, largely be up in the foothills district area. And ironically, we, in our personal interest conversation today, we have Commander Chris Watson. Uh, he'll, he'll be speaking momentarily that he'll be re- completely responsible. <laughs> I'm very excited for that. <laughs> for the tour to Scottsdale up in, up in North Scottsdale. So um, you know how I like it, Allison. Always need to have somebody to blame. Uh, we can blame Commander Watson. Yeah, and it's gonna I be. love to be that person. Yeah. <laughs> <It's gonna> be <laughs> End of April. <laughs> all yours. Yeah, so we'll be adding that. But what's been nice this year is that we've had a really nice lull um, in our... Okay, maybe we have. I feel like you're going to jinx everything right now, Chief. You're jinxing the weather. You're jinxing how busy we are. Well, we are very busy. I mean, in special terms of special (laughs) events. Although now we've started meeting and gearing up for the Open and Barrett Jackson. I saw the first planning meeting for that, and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) "How can it have gone?" Comes quick. Yeah, yeah, it comes quick. So, anyway, but related to. Uh, the tour to Scottsdale. Really, I think it's uh, I think it's a great time to talk about Traffic uh, Awareness Safety Month, and so uh, or Traffic Safety Awareness Month. Really doesn't matter. Yeah. It's Traffic Safety, Traffic Awareness, and Safety uh, Month, and so um, yeah, let's pay attention. We're still seeing just crazy collisions, uh, shutting down freeways. Uh, and typically it's because of the speed. So uh, just reminder to one another. I know you see people going, you know, 80, 85, 90 plus on the freeway. Um, that is not an invitation to join them at their same speed. <laughs> just just saying. I know they're like, oh, God, the copy needs to shut up. Chief, shut up. We're going to, you know, we have to stay with traffic. No, you really don't. So now, come on. Am I, am I, am I doing 65 on the freeway? No, because I'm afraid you're all going to crash into the back of my car. So, uh, so I, you know, I, I too drive a little bit over the speed limit, but boy, the, the speeds we're seeing out on surface streets, uh, out on the freeways is just uh, pure madness. And I know all of you see that too. So, um, just take care of each other, slow down a little bit, get to where you're going safely. Uh, remember that there's uh, other people on the roadway and you know, when they want to merge, just let them <laughs> try that. A lot, so ro- lot of road rage, so a lot of road rage, a lot of people just driving crazy, a lot of fender benders, and it's too dang hot to now stand on the side <laughs> of the road and wait for the police to show up to take your accident report. So take care of each other. Be safe. Uh, slow down a little bit. Make sure you use that turn signal, mm-hmm. even when you're changing lanes. Turn <laughs> signal, turn signal. All good things. Yeah. My dad, my my dad, God rest his soul, was just his number one, as, especially as he got older, his number one pet peeve. Can I? They're not using their turn signal. Uh, yeah, dad, I know. Put I them know. in jail. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, traffic safety awareness month. Slow down Scottsdale. Uh, take care of each other. Uh, share the roadway. Uh, watch out for bicycles and motorcycles. Saw another fatal collision with a motorcycle on uh, on the 202 the other day, so... Uh, typically that's cars pulling out front, uh, mm-hmm. changing lanes without uh, looking in their blind spots and clipping motorcycles. So be careful. They're out there. They're everywhere. And as soon as the, uh, I tell you, with the, w- with the weather 
uh, okay, I'm going to make this better, Allison. Uh, With the weather about to get nicer that's a good and one. cooler, yep. mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot more motorcyclists uh, visiting the valley and spending their fall and winter and early spring here. So just keep an eye out. Welcome to today's episode featuring a couple who are not just life partners, but also champions for their community. With 18 years of marriage, they're the proud parents of seven kids aged 7 to 30. Their family extends beyond their home as they've been pillars in the foster and adoptive community since 2015. One serves as the president of both the Jackson Foundation and Men's Practice, while the other is an HR expert at Show It Incorporated and the creator of the Fostering Voices podcast. Together, they've been keynote speakers at events like the Foster Arizona Gala in 2020 and continue to advocate for foster care and adoption. Their efforts have been supported by their local community and the city of Scottsdale, amplifying their impact. One of them also has a diverse career, currently serving as a police commander in Scottsdale and having spent six years in the U.S. Marine Corps with international assignments. So let's give a warm welcome to our inspiring guests who exemplify dedication, compassion, and community leadership. Welcome Chris and G. Hay Watson. So Allison and I love to bring on folks internal to the organization. I mean, we bring out so many people that are external to the organization. We talk about all the great things that they're doing. And then we bring in, a, in that connectivity with the PD, right? Because everybody, right? everybody should be connected <laughs> to the PD. Yeah. Um, and, but we love the kind of cherry picking, the occasional internal, you know, human interest story. The one that comes to mind is, uh, is Tom Houck, yes. you know, and, yep. and Tom Houck is in our, in our vehicular crimes reconstruction unit and a former pro- professional baseball player. And wow, we learned a lot during that, uh, that yeah. discussion. And so, um, for our audience, uh, Chris Watson is a commander of the Foothills district, uh, newly promoted new ish. Yeah. New-ish. I feel like I've been celebrating for three months, yeah. which is great. <laughs> yeah. You deserve I, it. Thank yeah, you, see, you yeah. deserve it. That is a very loving. Oh, wife. see, this is great because Chris and Jihei both, you know, they're gonna they're gonna tell their story of love and romance. Yeah, and we're big fans of each other. Yeah. Um, okay, good. we just had your we just had your ceremony, right? Mm-hmm. It was great, it and was the whole family was there. Jihei, seventy two children. <laughs> exactly. uh, that was amazing to see, and yeah. I couldn't pin him properly. Oh I don't gosh, know why so the pin funny. just wouldn't go through. We the practiced it beforehand, and yeah. it was. Flawless. It just but went did, right in. But did you practice on that same shirt? Yeah. Yeah. With the vest really? underneath I mean, yeah. and everything? Minutes beforehand. Minutes before. And it just went in. One shot, one kill. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm amazing <laughs> at this. And then as soon as all eyes on me, I was like, what is this? What is this for? I don't know what's going on. I'm tripping. Yeah, so that was great. I was up there for five minutes and I still didn't get it. Was it was one of my highlights <laughs> for sure. It's great. It's it's, it's, so, it's so awesome. And Chad put together like a photo montage mm. of that whole process. Oh, which oh just, that's uh, amazing. Cool. It was great. Cool. Yeah. For I those think, of you who, oh, I'm sorry, Allison, no, go ahead. No, no, I no. I think one of the best things of the ceremony too was you yelling at your son while no, you were it was our nephew. Yeah, best. Oh, yeah. That was his nephew. Corbin, Corbin stop. Yeah. I know. I was like, <laughs> stop like, dropping your phone, Corbin. <laughs> he kept dropping his phone and then he would put it right back in his pocket, which it would slide out. Like put, but it was it with such yeah. love and authority. It was, yeah, it was. It was with love. I knew he could handle it. It was amazing. I I, I was not paying attention as much as I should have because I immediately like, stopped doing what I was doing. Because <laughs> I'm like, like am I Corbin? What? Did he just bust me too? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> was I daydreaming? <laughs> yeah, it, was it was. It was great. And it certainly was a great ceremony. And I, for one, I, we, you know, I've had a long-standing relationship in the organization, and so um, excited for you to. I mean, you've taken, you took over in May, so you've already been doing great things, and um, sky's sky's the limit. 
Thank you. you. There's that so many great. great things that I think that you're you're doing, you're going to do, and your opportunities I think abound in the next several years. Because as we discussed before coming on air here, you're you're like a child. You're relatively young. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> like still in the early part of your forties, which yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which is terrific. And like I said, I don't feel like a child mm-hmm. because I feel like my body has aged so rapidly. <laughs> Very significantly. <laughs> and, you know, we'll have to put the pictures up, Steve. So make sure we'll throw a picture yes. up because and we'll show like we're, we're getting gray hair, you know, mm-hmm. in our beards and, you know, goatees and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. I was on not Allison, not Jihei, but oh, I mean, no. yeah, Allison was on. One yep. of my first squads as a sergeant. His very first oh, squad, very he came first in squad, yeah. to give his little, you know, yep. first sergeant speech and mm. everything and the nerves. So mm-hmm. it was great. So, Jihei, I, I, I love this because, you know, I don't think, have we had, have we had Allison, have we had husband-wife teams on here before? I don't think so. It no. is an Steve, honor no? to be here. You might not ever have another one. Number. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be here. So time. what a great opportunity for you, for you to tell us all about Commander Chris Watson. Oh, man. Oh, my Great. goodness. Remember what we Buckle practiced? Buckle up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Buckle, yeah, this is about to get bumpy. Um, no, here's the problem. Chris is as nice at home as he is in public, and the children would be dead without him because <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just, I'm the worst. And, Not true. Uh, well, we watched the Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix a bunch of years ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm Michael Jordan. Yeah, and not really in are. like a, oh, I'm a star, but apparently he was really mean. Right. And he, he got things done on right. the team, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's me. I'm the mean one. <laughs> and I drive this boat, you yeah, know? Yeah, absolutely. And then, yeah. and Chris just has to keep the kids from running away. And like, hey, come back. Mom didn't mean that. Hey, she's <laughs> she's not that mean. She's okay. Come on back. We yeah. love you. So, so when Jihei is in charge of homework time, which is Every 99% day. of the time, oh. Uh, occasionally I have to just go in and tap her out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Just take a couple deep breaths. Go, go to time. I'm going to do some homework yeah. here for a little bit. And I never know what the kids are doing. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> Mia brought me a problem yesterday that I was like, I have no idea how you're supposed to figure this out. I know the answer in my head, mm-hmm. but I don't know how you get there other than just. I have to break it down. It's good. Thank you. Well, it's sixth grade math. That's my, (laughs) that's my ceiling. This is the last time I'm going to be able to. You know, Jihei though, the coolest thing about the, about your description of Michael Jordan and it was, uh, last Last, dance. Last Mm dance. Yeah. Last dance. Right. Um, was that he was that way, but what his goal was to bring the best. Mm -hmm. That's me. Out of all the the players to get them to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's your that's your thing. Most of that's my it. teammates don't want to do that. They don't, <laughs> want to, they don't want to get there, and it's it's a travesty. Yeah. <laughs> so, how did you how did you guys meet? We met in Korea. I actually was friends with Jihei's sister and her future husband at the time. Mm-hmm. And so Chris was a Marine serving this country, this lovely mm-hmm. country that we're all a part of. Um, and I happened to live in Korea because that's where I was born. That's where all of my family, my extended family lives. And so I graduated from school in Toronto, which is where I grew up. And then I just moved out to Korea and he was there. And she, she was there teaching French mm-hmm. at an English speaking school. Okay, I'm Korea. getting so lost I here. I, I need to draw. We got to Korea, <laughs> then he threw me with yeah. Toronto mm-hmm. and speaking French. Yeah, yeah. so like she, uh, her parents immigrated to uh, Canada when she was six months old. About, ish. yeah. I had and my then, first birthday. In and Canada. then grew up there. And then. It's uh, exciting, what it, what eh? Is, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, maple syrup. All I saw the that coming out. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. 
And uh, typically, not typically, but a lot of times, uh, you know, kids will, will go back to Korea, teach mm-hmm. um, for a couple of years. And I think the idea is parents will say, hey, why don't you go to Korea and teach and then meet a nice Korean boy? Mm-hmm. And, oh, and what yeah. did I find? Did the find most <laughs> handsome. Chris Watson. Blue-eyed baby <laughs> I could have ever. And go. I mean, when I met him and he's like, oh, I'm from Arizona. I was like, wow, um, I know Steve Nash just got traded to the Suns yeah, yeah, and I like yeah. Steve Nash. And that's all I've got for Arizona. Yeah. I didn't know people actually Well, wow, that's there. pretty good, though, for a Canadian Mm-hmm. Uh, to know Steve Nash. Well, because he's Captain Canada. Yeah, he is, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's My why dad. I knew. Yeah. He's yeah. what? I he's thought it was all Canada. about Sandos yeah. and hockey. Oh. <laughs> no, I hate <laughs> hockey, so I had to leave that yeah. country. <laughs> 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 they made me leave. <laughs> okay, so you find the love of your life in mm-hmm. Korea, yep. and how do we get here? Well, he dumped me. I did. It was that. What? That's, that mm-hmm. sounds like my story repeatedly. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Well, my wife's going to hate once. that I said that. Yeah. <laughs> no. It only happened once. I, uh, you know, I'll call it a midlife crisis. One of the little known facts about me is I was a busboy at Chevy's before joining the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. After six okay. years in the Marines, the only job I could find was at Chevy's as a waiter. So <laughs> I had gotten promoted from busboy to waiter. And I he was, was in like this very high level program in the Marine Corps where yeah. he, you know, traveled around the, the world. The Marine security, security Guard program, mm-hmm. working at the embassies and protecting the president. Yeah, yeah. Protecting yeah. the presidents, wow. like doing all this cool stuff. Wow, we sound like a step down for and you. Then, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Well, Chevy's was. <laughs> Chevy's being a waiter yeah. definitely I mean, was I'm over there down. spilling, sizzling fajita platters <laughs> on, on top of top yeah. old ladies. And yeah. just like, what, what have I become? And I'm living in, in an apartment with my little brother and his friends. Mm-hmm. And so I had kind of hit rock bottom. <laughs> and I get a call from a recruiter uh, to go to Iraq and to be part of a team he's putting together there. The only reason he's calling me, it's a bunch of special ops guys. And somebody dropped out and they needed a top secret clearance last second. So they're like, we got this guy. Uh, all right, he can, he can <laughs> fill a void. And so the next week I go to Chicago to train with them for a few weeks before going overseas. And the day before I left, Jihei had, had burned all my stuff, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Burned it. Like, really oh, burned yeah. Burned like, yeah. yeah Bonfire like on the roof of my apartment building I was living on. Which in. seems really dangerous. Wow. I that's, made a lot of bad I mean, choices. That's so, that's, that's I continue to. <laughs> <laughs> that's like... Setting stuff on fire is just so final. I know. It was mm. very cathartic. I'm going to take a note. It was I great. like it. Thank you. Yeah. So she Thank called you. me the day before I left to Iraq, and then that's how we started communicating again. Because I told him we could no longer be friends. Yeah. I was like, oh, you don't want to marry me anymore? You're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'd like. I enjoy that. I'm yeah. envisioning like. You know, like I said, I'm Michael Jordan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Voodoo dolls and and knitting needles and yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then we lived happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute, how do you go from the we can't be friends anymore to I, like I had to really woo her from Iraq from email, mm-hmm. Yahoo or no AOL probably AOL, at yeah. the time. Yeah, you got mail. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Wow. And so I I had calling cards. I would we would call occasionally mm-hmm. maybe once a week yeah you know and when you had to have a card that you bought for 25 dollars, mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah, entered yeah. in the 18 digits yes and you made a mistake and they're like this oh, isn't man. valid like, oh, <laughs> the worst yeah, got a m- <laughs> number wrong in the middle there yeah run out of minutes on how'd you, you take exactly. wh- why'd you take them back 
I thought he was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, all oh, the interest. There's money. benefits. I didn't call him <laughs> back to get back with him. I thought he was going to die. So I needed yeah. to have some closure. Yeah, it was like the bonfire. <laughs> Oh my goodness! One that final is, conversation. Man, then. I sound like a real psychopath. You really <laughs> like like our our listeners out there are like, oh where in the like, heck are you? This? Are you in danger? I thought this was a I thought this was a human Blink interest story. Are we going to talk about a foundation and a podcast? Yeah, and, no, and foster care. We've gotten into that too, which is awesome. Oh. So. Okay, so when he came back, though, were you like, uh, you're back? No, we just we started talking again while he was in Iraq, and I was still finishing out my time in Korea. So when he finished his tour his what was it a year yeah he actually surprised me and flew out to korea and he proposed mm-hmm. and then that's when we which got engaged. i slept in for mm-hmm. oh. uh, total side story match um, made in heaven yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep exactly so i mean i told her i was i wouldn't be able to talk or email for the next few days because i was on an op which i didn't ask questions I'm like, of course you are and so I fly. It sounds cool, though. I, I, was, cool. I was on an op. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. And so I fly to Korea and uh, stay in a, a hotel probably a mile and, mile and a half from her apartment. And the plan is to wake up first thing the next morning. Talk, that's when I was supposed to call you and then be there on her rooftop where she burned all my stuff mm-hmm. and it's propose Full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, just slept in. And, and I was getting ready for work. Completely panicked. Now she's already getting ready for work, about to leave. I'm in a full sprint. Oh my I'm like, hey, sorry, I have to call you right back. I'll call you in five minutes. And then full sprint. I, and her apartment is like at, at the top of a hill. I'm not kidding. It is at the top of the hill. You always say, oh, you know, I went to school uphill both ways. But this this thing was steep. And so legs are burning, quads are burning, all the lactic acid just piled up. You're there. sweating. I'm sweating. <laughs> armpits drenched. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I'm still like, great you know, picture. basically pajamas. Mm-hmm. But yeah, proposed. And this is like a, this is like a bad 80s movie. It was, I mean, it's got, it's got everything is. in oh, it. I yeah. mean, like, where's, I expect like John Cusack and holding yep. up the boom box. Yeah. 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 Yep, that's Say it. anything. That was it. <laughs> Molly Ringwald in the back. No, absolutely not. No. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I expect you outside of his apartment yeah. mm-hmm. you got the boom box it on, was saying, it was basically yeah, yeah. that it was, it was. say anything the movie say anything because this this movie you're you're describing i mean like you're describing is things are on fire yeah yeah there's love oh, there's yeah. hate there's there romance, a lot of highs and lows there's yeah. op there's ops <laughs> there's <Yeah>. oversleeping <laughs> you know there's there's some there's probably some violence here yeah. <laughs> i would say we have a pretty non-violent relationship yeah. which is great just yeah. words tears yeah. And fires yeah that's it it's super normal yeah. super words normal. tears fires oversleeping yeah. a lot of sweat and lactic acid mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay yep. great so let's <laughs> You guys had a podcast. We did for five years. Yes. Yeah, so I, I think so. Yeah. yeah five weekly, wow. monthly. How often did you do this? Uh, it it varied. was weekly. It was weekly. In the beginning. And we moved to biweekly. When the pandemic happened and yeah. all of a sudden we were homeschooling six kids. Yeah. Oh boy. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, we did not do that weekly. Yeah. The podcast anymore. And then we just kind of crawled to the finish line for us, which was 150 episodes. Wow. And Allison. Don't worry, we're going to get there, Chief. Yeah. We'll get there. You knew we were going to crawl to 150 episodes. I don't know. Seven years. I mean, I'm sure yeah. their podcast was amazing, but they weren't number 12. <laughs> we were not. The, uh, Sometimes in Sri Lanka, we were out. So yeah, yeah. actually. <laughs> uh, it, it, 
I forget the number, but I, I want to say it's like three or four. Once you get past three or four podcasts, then you've already beat most other podcasts that yeah. quit yeah. before yeah. three episodes. So we're killing it, Allison, You're at 24 crazy. episodes, uh, yeah. right? Chief, I think this is only my third, so I'm still getting used okay. to it. You but got one more to We'll go. get there. Well, yeah. if she doesn't come back You know what? Week. You're doing awesome. Yeah. You're, you're already third episode, way better than Quan. So good good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. So tell, go. tell, tell us about the podcast. What was it about? It was about foster care. And so we had gotten into foster care, what was it? I don't know, eight years ago. 2014, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was, you know, a giant foster care crisis. And we had three kids at the time and we thought maybe we could have another one. And we thought about birthing another child. But then when they were talking about how many kids there were in foster care, we we're like, oh, this would be probably less hard to do. So well. yeah, <laughs> we were wrong. Um, but yeah, we decided to get into foster care and we had fostered, I think, three kids at that time by then. And then we were like, oh, you know what? We should do a, foster, a podcast because people keep asking us the same yeah, questions yeah, over yeah. and over again. Like, hey, is it hard? How should I start? Mm-hmm. You know, is it hard on your kids? All of these things. And so we're like, oh, we could answer all those questions for many people to listen to the same answer numerous times. And so that really was the catalyst of why we started a podcast yeah. about foster care. It was and called the Fostering Voices Podcast. Mm-hmm. And so this year we... Uh, we gave like we we built it up, and then uh, Foster Arizona is actually they're the reason we got into foster care. Mm-hmm. Um, took it over, wow. so they they've continued on with the podcast and the website and the social media. And they left you behind. When You're in the dust. <laughs> in the dust. And now they have like all this cool intro music and all this other stuff. They still have the same producer, which yeah. is Andy Campbell, have, which yeah. he was great. Yeah, so it was great. Yeah, it's like they. That's how I feel. <laughs> I talk about when people retire, I've wrung as much out of them as I can. <laughs> <laughs> they did that Pretty to you. Much. They've wrung, yes. they, 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 they built, you guys built the foundation, 150 yeah. episodes, and then uh, yeah, they've happily moved on. But So uh, talk about that with us. Yeah, I mean, you, we, we do joke around a lot, you know, and, and we talked about the promotion and award ceremony where you got promoted, and I, I said you're 72 kids, but you have seven mm-hmm. kids, right? Yep. I do have seven, seven kids. kids. Can you talk about that a little bit and, and um, kind of the makeup of your family and how, I mean, because you, you're amazing people. Nope, we're not. We're yes. not. Well, to me, to me, to me, already. to me, you are, I mean, now, now I will, I'm not going to, I'm now not going to lie to you. Some of the shine, <laughs> you've knocked off some of the, sh- yeah. you've knocked off some of the shine mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. a little bit, but to me, Good. you're still like uh, better than average. All right, <laughs> I'll take it. Um, but uh, one thing we tell people all the time is we're like, trust me, we are not special. Because we've, oh my gosh. we've uh, you know, people, anybody involved in foster care, they're like, oh, I could never do that. Like, trust me, you can. You can you can be involved mm-hmm. in one way or another. So um, our, our journey's kind of uh, been all over the place. Mm-hmm. We've, uh, f- how many kids did we actually foster? Seven. Seven, yes. Seven, seven and seven years. Seven and seven years, which is not a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have in, friends who have fostered a hundred kids and yeah. a wow. lot of them were like, oh, we love taking in sibling groups and all of that stuff. And they had, I mean, a foster kid could be in your home for literally 10 minutes to, you know, years and never leave. Right. Yeah. And our shortest placement was 36 hours and our longest placement technically is Wes because he came to us as a three day old baby. Yeah. And then we adopted him when he was almost two years old and yeah. now he's almost eight. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we, we did end up gamut. adopting uh, four of our kids, four of our seven um, out of foster care or three, three of our seven out of foster care. And then that's uh, interesting Kate. how you, you, you you thought four and you said three. Well, Kate, we adopted as an adult, and uh, she was already 
aged out. Okay. Yeah. Like right. She's 26 like, at the time. Who remembers the truth? Exactly. Which, <laughs> I mean, is, is the fact checker. interesting because, I mean, Kate's life has been yes. filled with many downs and now ups. She actually great. was one of our guests. She was a guest on our yeah, podcast on for our sure. Podcast. And she was wow. a friend of ours. And then she ended up moving in with us. And, you know, she just needed a place to stay. Mm-hmm. And for us, we were like, hey, you have to be 18 or over to stay with foster kids. And at that time, I mean, Lily was like 13 maybe. And so she was getting paid to babysit for other people, but she couldn't watch her own foster siblings because yeah. she wasn't old enough to yeah. legally be at home with them. Oh, wow. And so we we're like, Kate, if you, you don't even have to come out of your room. Like yeah. we will put everyone to sleep. And then sometimes we're just going to leave and go on a date. Yeah. You don't even have to interact with them. But if yeah. you're home then we're not breaking any laws, you know? <laughs> and um, and so it was great. So she moved in and she saved money while she lived with us. And she was so helpful. She was so wonderful. And so one year went by and she's like, I'll leave if I have to. Do you oh. want me to leave? And we're like, no, you're too amazing. Stay. And so she stayed for another year. And then by that time, it was a pandemic. All of these things were happening. And then our two girls who we... Uh, we're fostering and it was our first time fostering someone who was not a baby mm-hmm. and our first time fostering sibling set. And so we wanted to foster girls, sisters. Um, Cause a lot of times in group homes, uh, siblings will get separated yeah. and sometimes it is in their best interest to not be with their siblings, but sometimes they can be with their siblings, but there's not room in a group home for siblings to be together. And so that was our heart to bring sisters together again. And even though Jess and Gracie had never actually been apart, um, they came and lived with us and we were fostering them. And then their case plan changed and they were, you know, available to be adopted. And so we said yes. And then when we were adopting them, we realized we had to change our will because we made a will through, I think, the city of Scottsdale Mm -hmm. uh, back when we only had three kids. And so adopting Wes and being in foster care land for all those years, we actually never updated our will again. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, oh, we have to do that. Let's throw Kate in there also. So we adopted her as well. Mm -hmm. And some people are like, oh, like, what's the point? She's 26. Who cares? But like, we are firm believers that every person deserves a family. And so when she got married in January last year, Chris walked her down the aisle. Mm -hmm. And had he not done that, who would have walked her down Mm -hmm. the aisle? And so we just think that. There are many lonely adults out there. There are many lonely children, and they deserve a home. Yeah. That's pretty that was amazing. Really yeah. That was good. I think we can end the show now. <laughs> I know. That was so do you good. Think, do you think I re- redeemed myself from all of the fire talks? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so um, some of the luster is back on <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, the Watson aura there. So Yeah. Um, no, but uh, one thing that, I think is important is when, when we got into foster care, we got into foster care, not planning to adopt and just planning to foster. And there, there is a need for that. Now things obviously changed as, as you can tell by our family (laughs) photo, but, (laughs) um, but there are so many ways to get involved Mm -hmm. in foster care. Oh yeah. Aside from bringing people into your house. Yeah. And I, I do believe that not everyone should foster. There are one, a lot of terrible people out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, And there are other people who can't handle bringing more children into their home and that's fine too. But something we did talk about on our podcast all the time was you can always support other foster families. And that is the thing that drives them to be able to say, Hey, we fostered a hundred kids. Hey, we Mm -hmm. fostered for seven years. And so we had so many people who 
did not choose to foster and they would send us pizza once a month. Mm -hmm. And that was inevitably my favorite day of the month. And (laughs) uh, people who would just drop off diapers if they knew we were getting a new placement, uh, coffee, Mm -hmm. all of these things. And it was just such a blessing for us to say, hey, we can keep doing this. And other people who would say, hey, you guys look like you need a date night. And even people from the department, which I'm so thankful for, you know, the friends that Chris has Mm -hmm. made here. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like the Hartmans have helped us a ton when we had our first placement. And the Goodsons um, have helped us a ton with, dropping off supplies that we've needed mm-hmm. and all of those things. Like it's a beautiful community that we get to have and invite people in. And mm-hmm. we were burnt out when we didn't let people help us when yeah. we were like, Early Oh, this on. is our yeah. cross to bear. We're yeah. like, we're doing this. We're yeah. martyrs, you know, for this thing. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and then and and people it wanted to terrible. help. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. wanted to help. But we were like, now we got this. And, and over here we're drowning. Yeah. We are just yeah. totally like, drowning. Yes. But the more we let people help us and the more we let people in Mm -hmm. and walk the journey alongside us, I mean, and it benefits our kids because then they get to know more people and they get to see, man, Mm -hmm. these people love me. Mm -hmm. And, you know. Yeah. See, as an outsider looking in, I would have seen all the kids that you have. And I would have said the last thing you needed was a date night. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um, That's funny. (laughs) Sorry. I just can't. So, so. The podcast really centered around uh, that foster, the you know, fostering and, and the fostering environment. Um, what, what kind of, you have any cool guests that were oh, there? Man. 150? So many. Like, there's so many good stories. 150 is a ton. So we've, we have had a ton of authors. Um, ben Malcolmson was one of my favorites just because of his story. But then uh, I would say my favorite was uh, uh, Jim Beam. And uh, Jim that's, is... That's a questionable right he's, now. Not well, the Jim Beam. Okay, not the Jim Beam. Like, not that one. Like he, you and your friend Jim Air- Beam. No. You got the yeah. bottle of Jim Beam like, with you. No, so weird. he's an Arizona Supreme Court justice. Okay. And he has been so involved in foster care his entire uh, career mm-hmm. and has done a ton for, for foster care specifically in mm-hmm. Arizona. But um, he and the, the thing I loved about Jim is he really uh, lives this out, not just at work, but in his own time. He, awesome. you know, all, all of our guests came on voluntarily mm-hmm. and we weren't paying them what, uh, I think we gave them Starbucks sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. They don't even do that. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Oh, just so we're, we probably should have done this beforehand, but we're not paying you. Wait a minute. Just want to make sure you are paying me. So this is a work day for you. Gee, Hey, we are not paying you. Yeah. Sorry, honey. Um, yeah, so he was he was one of my favorites just because he he really set the example uh, throughout his life. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorites was uh, Julie Lithcott Hames. She mm-hmm. has a um, few books. She has a few books, and so one of hers that we love so much is How to Raise an Adult or an Adult mm. Adult. adult. For However, us non-Canadians. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that was just a book that we read that we absolutely loved as a parenting book. Yeah. And it, I mean, from the time your kids are toddlers, really, she helps you like, hey, give them some chores, give them some responsibility. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah. you know, how to not be a helicopter parent. She was a dean at Stanford for a long time. And mm-hmm. she was like, oh my gosh, these new kids coming in uh, as college students, they don't know how to do their own laundry. Yeah. Right. They don't know how their to fill out a form. For right. yeah. yeah. And it was just, she was like, let's stop this. And we're like, yeah, we don't want to be a part of that. Um, so that was just one of my favorite books. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, I was following her on Instagram and I was like, Hey, 
we would love to have you on our podcast if you're at all interested you know like 87 people listen to it but yeah. they would love to hear from you <laughs> and um and she's like yeah okay let me send you my uh you know scheduling manager and i was like what mm-hmm. and so she came on wow and it was such a great episode i mean she was like you know we were fangirling boying over her and she's like i'm a fan of you guys i can't believe you guys care enough that you guys would want me on your podcast That's awesome. and, um but she just has so much wisdom uh big fan of hers so yeah well I, as you were talking, I remembered Ben Malcolmson, like coming full circle. So Ben Malcolmson is like the Rudy story for USC. Um, he came through under Pete Carroll. He was like a student reporter and then did the, hey, what would it be like to walk on? And just as like a piece, doing right. a piece. And then he made the team. Yeah. And uh, that's awesome. And so, but what I love about his story is he and his wife used to listen to our podcast oh, when right. they were in Seattle. Seattle. And wow. then working with Pete Carroll. Yeah, he was working for Pete Carroll. Yeah. And then uh, um, and then came out here. We met them and now we're good friends with them. And yeah. he ended yeah. up being on the podcast. Yeah. And he's our son's small group leader. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Just so great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he loves. Yeah. He loves next generation. He loves kids. Yeah. Pouring into them. Yeah. yeah. Great people. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow. I've never even heard anything like that. I can't even handle my own kids, let alone. <laughs> yeah. Fostering. Yeah. It's overwhelming. <laughs> so. Well, you had twins. That's like next level. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was never called to that. Yeah, that was exactly. too much. <laughs> but Allison, you do have some good stories. Oh, they're so embarrassing. About kids <laughs> in school or, or daycare or, you know, just, yeah. Like my husband's a child too, so I count him. So I have Absolutely four. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. four. Yeah. Your child in a different country with no wallet. Yeah. That's cool. He's in Morocco right now, and he left his wallet at home. So he has no debit card, no credit card, anything. Well, he, has, he has his passport. That's it. And he still left. And he still left. I guarantee he's oh going to have some great stories. Does he You're going to want him on. Does he at least have the company credit card? No. Oh, goodness. I had to take a picture of that and send it to him so he could at least have the, for the hotel room to check in and everything. He has nothing. I don't know how you... Oh. Yeah. Anyways... <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Segway. Mm-hmm. Fourth mm-hmm. child. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Go, you ask the next. Okay. T- so just chop this part up. Yes. So <laughs> I heard about the Jackson Foundation, and I don't know much about it, but how did you guys become involved in it, and what is it? So the Jackson Foundation is fantastic. I love it. It's a law enforcement-related foundation. I have to tell the story of Jackson Landfair because he is the heart behind the Jackson Foundation. Uh, Jackson was a student in Chandler going to Basha High School and passed away from leukemia-related issues in 2019, so just four years ago, and actually four years ago, September, so almost exactly four years ago. And um, Make-A-Wish came out to him ahead of time and, you know, said, hey, whatever you want, and anything's on the table. And with that, you know, he thought about it for a couple of days and, and he had wanted to be a police officer. That was his, his dream. And so, um, rather than using his make a wish for, you know, something for him to do, he said, I, I want something that's going to last. So I, I want to do a scholarship for a student, uh, at Basha at the, at the time, um, that wants to get into law enforcement. So, uh, make a wish did that. They, uh, gave a scholarship to, a student, and then uh, after Jackson passed, his parents, Jay and Jessica, uh, said, we want to keep this going. And so they uh, started the Jackson Foundation. Um, I joined uh, on their board about three years ago as the director of law enforcement relationships, I think. 
that was that's a cool title. It was a, I, I made it up. I was yeah, just yeah. gonna so say, did you make that I title? I completely up made it up. Um, <laughs> and then uh, and then th- uh, about a year year and a half ago, I was appointed as the board president, and um, currently we have we have reached double digits in scholarship recipients that are active right now, uh, which is huge for us because. Our plan was to okay, let's have one recipient at all times right. and partnering. But when we partner with a recipient, it's uh, it's for four years. So we're we're partnering with you throughout your degree. Uh, the goal is to have mentorship as a piece of that. We have a lot of law enforcement partners in the valley. It's uh, solely Arizona right now. We will probably expand at some point as as we grow. Um, but yeah, partner, you know, a student comes to us, we say, okay, we're going to partner you with, you know, what area do you want to get in? We've, we've got a couple that want to be federal law enforcement. I'm mm-hmm. still trying to convince them. Yeah. yeah. Scott's no, don't do that. Uh, Stay, come to us. Yeah. 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 You don't want to yeah. do that. You don't want to do that. We've got a task force. We've got multiple Stop watching TV <laughs> and movies and they're going to all do kind of cool stuff. Nope. They're sitting in, exactly. they're sitting in offices. They're behind a computer. <laughs> yeah. Boring. Uh, and looking at spreadsheets. So just kidding for those of you out there. I'm just kidding. We're just joking. We, we value our, I don't need, I don't need any more hate mail. I love my federal partners. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, right now we're, our focus is, is students coming out of high school and then also cadets that are involved in cadet programs. Wow. And, and we interview twice a year, awesome. um, for new recipients and, and really have one fundraiser. We do a golf tournament every year, which is loads of fun and more loads of work. It sounds like it's going to uh, overlap with this bike week or I know the, the best. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Yeah. yeah, Tour de Cycle. Yeah. yeah. Cycle de, de Scottsdale. Tour de Scottsdale. Tour de Scottsdale. Yeah. That's <laughs> a it's like traffic awareness. Cycle safety. de Scottsdale. Yeah. 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 It's all the same. I find uh, that sounds um, absolutely amazing. But as I, you know, as I sit here and I listen to you and Jihei uh, more, I realize um, uh, how shallow my own life is. <laughs> same, Chief. And, um, <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize coming to work on a Tuesday was going to be this depressing. Yeah, sorry. No. Chief of like how I'm just not doing anything with well, my life. Let me tell you this, the selfish reasons. There's still reasons. time. There's still time. You can fix it. There are selfish reasons that I do that. Uh, that seeing the young kids that are excited to get into our profession, because yes. a, a lot of times we hear things that are not true. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you see these kids coming out of high school that are – uh, they want to make a difference and yeah. they want to do something that is going to far outlast them. And then, and then even uh, every time I get a chance to tell Jackson's story, um, that's somebody who is still like his legacy is living on mm. through, through the foundation, through his family, through his friends, through all the recipients we have. Yeah. And by the way, one of our recipients now works at Scottsdale. As, as one of our newly hired uh, oh, PAs. That's so that's awesome. Yeah. So wow. it's, it just like seeing it uh, come full circle wow. is uh, very fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I talk a lot about us in the, in the law enforcement world participating in narrative, mm-hmm. in the narrative, the national narrative, the local narrative on law enforcement, right? You have to get involved. We have to. That's why we do this. We, it's why one of the reasons we do the podcast and some of the other things that we do, it's why we our social media is so robust. And it's why um, I always stand forward to say, no, 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 time out. Let's talk about the reality, right? We have to participate in the narrative. And that is such a good way. The Jackson Foundation is such an amazing way for you to participate in the narrative and to really put, a, I think, an amazing story out there that is about a profession that is heart-centered and service-oriented. And that's that's terrific. That's a great way to participate in that narrative. Yeah. 
So how do people become involved in it? Um, so you can go to the website. Uh, obviously, we're always fundraising. Um, so that's awesome. that's one way. Word of mouth is big. So even when I came on as the the law enforcement liaison or whatever I <laughs> you was forgot at your the name time, you made yes. up. <laughs> um, uh, that it, it, it's a fairly young foundation, so still in our first five years. Um, so the credibility piece is, is big is going out and and being known. Like we th- we've had a couple uh, processes where we only had one or two applicants and we have money to give away so mm-hmm. we want to uh to part to find people to partner with the cadet programs and and whatnot uh in in these different agencies and uh, and yeah just finding ways to expand awesome so. how do you juggle it all gee hey you got all you know you have you have i mean you're obviously very uh still very involved in in uh foster and adoptive side and 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 the jackson foundation oh and by the way you know you you're juggling you know, career and so how, how do you how do you juggle all that? I know that you you've sloughed the podcast off. I get that. Mm-hmm. I mean, so somebody else is doing that, but wow, you're juggling a lot. Uh, you know, it's interesting. We went out for dinner with friends of ours the other day, and they're like, you know, what's your family motto, or do you have one? And I mean, we kind of do. It's like we want to serve others with joy, so they can serve others with joy, and so. You know, Chris has a heart for law enforcement, obviously, uh, and he's also on a board um, for an organization that has, they meet on Saturday mornings, and mm-hmm. it's for men and who are, you know, Christians, and it's a beautiful thing. They, not a lot of people care about their faith, and for Chris and I, we do, um, and so he pours into into men, and he pours into the law enforcement um, side as well, and of course loves the whole foster care adoption mm-hmm. circle as well. Um, and for me, I love teenagers and I love high schoolers especially. So, you know, on Wednesday mm-hmm. nights I go to church and I help lead a group of high schoolers. Um, but like, I think it's easy to be disillusioned by how terrible the next generation is or mm-hmm. how terrible the world is right now. Um, but you could sit back and be mad about it or you could actually like put a hand in and mm-hmm. say, hey, some people are going the wrong way, but I would love to to bring you this way. Yeah. And so um, our heart is to help other people mm-hmm. find some joy in serving others. And we can't do that without actually serving others with some joy. I could work on the joy part more. Um, <laughs> but I mean, no I do fire. Think there's no fire. There's no, I haven't set anything on fire in a long time. Yeah. Besides some hamburgers yeah. the other day. That's right. I almost lost yeah. my eyebrows. Um, in the house. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. But uh, you know, those things kind of guide us. And so we make time for those things and it doesn't feel like, mm-hmm. oh man, this is taking away from yeah. our family yeah. or, yeah. you know, our, we have two high schoolers, so I'm with them and our junior higher right. actually mm-hmm. is in that group now too. And so it kind of all goes together. And I was reading this book that talked about like, what are the goals that you have? You know, you envision it as a mountain and are some of the things that you're doing, are they walking you closer to the mountain or are they actually walking, are you walking away from that mountain? And you can have more than one mountain as mm, well, yeah. but they just shouldn't be on polar opposite sides. Cause <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're saying, Hey, I'm doing this one thing and it's moving me towards mountain B, but it's actually making me walk away from mountain A. I mean, mountain A and B can be on the same plane. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully the things that you're doing are propelling you towards that direction that you want to go in. And for us, our family, our faith and our our work, you know, I have a full-time job Mm -hmm. as well. And so I'm super thankful for that. And I make sure all of those things are 
along the same line so that all the things I'm doing yeah. walk me in yeah. that direction and not away from the things that we care about. What a great metaphor. I mean, that's just, you're so right. And, and I'm, I'm exhausted because you, <laughs> you, you have time to read too. And Audio audible. Yes, that's it's it. all I know audible. That's, I know yeah. that's what I listen to, but, uh, and then, and Chris and Jihei said, uh, you're in another group or board or group, you know, so I don't know. I think that's, we're up to like seven groups and foundations and, but but uh, one of the things you you mentioned is that they're fulfilling. So it's yes. not they're not things that really like empty the tank. Right. They mm-hmm. fill the tank a lot. Right. Um, and then uh, I just wanted to mention this is not really in line, but uh, as you were talking, I wanted to reiterate when we got into foster care, we had some preconceived notions mm. that were not true, mm-hmm. right? specifically about the kids. Kids in foster care get a very bad rap. They are, they are not bad kids. They're kids that are usually coming from bad situations. But we have met so many incredible kids. And our, the kids we have, in our, our seven now, are incredible. We couldn't do what we do if, uh, if they weren't. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're incredible kids um, from a, across the board and have shown so much resilience and, and perseverance through, through difficulty. So for, for us, that's really been... Uh, a big piece of this is recognizing that a lot of things we think about kids in foster care are completely in, inaccurate. That's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've come like full circle, right? Because now the the full sheen and luster is, is back, on, is back <laughs> on, on, the, on the Watson name. I mean, we started out with things on fire mm-hmm. on top of a roof, and we got we got we got ugly uh, a we little got, bit. We've got more of that. But, oh yeah, we, I love it. But we cover so uh, you know podcast and and Jackson Foundation and and uh, the foster system and and adopting children and amazing and just a lot of great great stuff and that's why and Alice and I have this conversation about sometimes having more human interest in the PD because wow we have amazing amazing uh employees with amazing families and spouses and significant others that just are doing so many great things that make allison and i feel way less very um, much so (laughs) when you're talking about mountains i'm like can they be molehills yeah just walk towards your molehill that's okay just surviving can it be a small speed bump that i could ride my (laughs) bike over and then i'd be fine with that i'd be like okay we're going this way yeah it's uh yeah, absolutely wonderful, and, and you guys are both inspiring, and always have been, and so I just um, appreciate you you being here, and this is now, we, as we kind of get close to wrapping up, uh, Allison will throw out some more fun questions. Mm-hmm. Um, with both of you here, I'm super excited to hear, like, what you're, and I don't know what these questions are I think are you've either. maybe heard too much from me. Yeah. No, no way. No. I'm, I'm no. most excited to hear from you <laughs> as yes. well. These are going to be great, and so, I only have three. And okay. the thing is, that when you when you say that, though, we hear from Chris all the time. I yeah. see him, like, yeah. multiple days a week. This is great to have you here because I think a lot of folks in a law enforcement community, they get used to hearing from whichever whichever significant other mm-hmm. is in is in law enforcement. Sure. We don't get to hear from from. Uh, that significant other that's outside of the profession, how yeah. they see it, how they see the world, yeah. how they see that. So mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. In fact, yeah. you could have talked more and Chris could have talked less. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I did used to, when Chris was part of the, what's it, training unit um, at the, uh, oh, the police academy. academy. Yeah. Cat, uh, the old Aaliyah mm-hmm. sergeant. But I used to come and talk to the families on graduation day because, you know, I think it's, next level mm-hmm. to be yeah, a, a spouse yes. of a, mm-hmm. a police officer and i mean even firefighters that are even a different next level as well mm-hmm. um because their spouses are gone for hour like days at a time right, yeah. right. um but 
I have so much respect for the entire law enforcement community, mm-hmm. uh, but the families behind the scenes as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. That's a great point. Okay. Allison? Well, I have to, one story first. Go. When you were talking about bringing joy to people's lives and everything, you guys bring our family joy every Christmas. <laughs> Just wait. This Christmas oh, no. is going to I be I might not have joy this Christmas. So Commander Watson made the mistake. I text him and I said, hey, my three little girls, all we love to do on Christmas is drive around and get out of the house and look at Christmas decorations. And he was like, oh, here's my address. We literally stalk them. Like, Yeah, there, I'm not kidding. There were a couple of times I came outside and I was like, all right, who's this creeper? Oh, it's James. Yeah. <laughs> but Chris You don't starts want James out in front of your no, house. No, I don't. He's yeah. there all the time no. now. Yeah. He starts the Christmas decorations on November 1st. Yeah. Oh HOA be darned. Yep. Um, he will take the fine if he needs to. Yeah, and I'm willing to pay that. He takes about a week to set up a gazillion inflatables that you can see from two miles away. They're mm-hmm. huge. And, and they're moving. Insane. And they're playing music. Yeah. yeah. And he's bought more. Bigger, better. Allison, we need to stop this podcast because now, now not only all the other stuff, now Chris is obsessed with making people happy with Christmas lights yeah, and no, Christmas yeah. decorations. No, but, so who's your Come neighbor? On. Our, My Chris's brother. brother. Yeah. Okay, so his brother has the exact same amount of decorations. And your no, brother lives next our door? Decorations. Yeah, we, it's like they're competing. We actually combined. So I, give him, I gave him a bunch of ours. Because our front lawn's not big enough. For yeah. all the decorations it's we insane. have. insane. Yeah. I mean, Robert also has very respectable, great inflatables. Yeah, he does. And he works hard. He puts a, a plateau platform, platform in, his, in tree. his tree. So again, you really can't see the snowman from a mile away. Yeah. But it's crazy. And it's getting out of control. And it's getting more out of control. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways. I think I think you might I think you two might be angels or something. No, this we're is, not. This is <laughs> Remember. Yeah. Remember There's a lot fire. of angst and fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> angst and fire. In today's episode, we've journeyed from the sunny climes of Scottsdale to the bustling streets of Korea and circled back. All while discussing matrimony and child rearing with the illustrious Watson family. Intrigued? If you're eager to delve deeper, we invite you to tune into the Fostering Voices podcast. Simply visit their website at fosteringvoices.com or locate them on your go-to podcast platform. Right after you've savored the last morsels of wisdom from our show, of course. Hi, Tara Samoas here with the Crisis Response Team from the Scottsdale Police Department. Part of my role in the Crisis Response Team is to respond to calls for service in which people may be experiencing various types of crises, one of which is suicide. It's important for you to know and for your family and friends to know that there are resources out there and available to you when navigating the complexity of suicide. One resource that can be used at a moment's notice, anytime, and free of charge is the 988 Lifeline. You can dial 988 and be connected with someone that can help you navigate resources for yourself or a loved one. We can all play a part in the prevention of suicide. If you or someone you know is struggling, call 988 to get help today. All right, three questions. Go. Number one, uh, since I knew you traveled a lot, what is the weirdest food you've ever eaten? Mm, That's a good one. Mm. I've eaten, eaten I mean, I've eaten everything. Bugs. You've eaten kangaroo? I have eaten kangaroo, yeah. What? Yeah, in Australia. Chris has traveled way more than I have. And has eaten way weirder food. I haven't eaten those bugs, which is like a standard Awful. Korean fare yeah. on the street, which mm-hmm. is weird. Okay, like, like name one time. of the bugs. Uh, what are they're they? They're like beetles or something. Yeah, they're beetles. But like they're stewed. 
and you yeah. can buy them on the side of the street. It's very wartimey, but yeah. uh, it's gross. And then Chris, like, it comes in like a paper cup. It's probably yeah. like a dollar. Yeah. And you just you eat these bugs. Like and then, then there's, there's like a the juice, juice in it. Bug and juice. then Chris like <laughs> shot it. I, I took a shot of the juice. Yeah. And to show off. And <laughs> so honestly, for me, I, I my joke is not really a joke. I think I've had two jobs my whole life. I worked in a Japanese restaurant for six years, and I've been a cop. You know, going on I don't know three decades, um, and as you can imagine, everything in a Japanese restaurant that has a full sushi bar, so oh, yeah. shrimp heads yes. oh, yeah. and and oh. octopus, yeah. and uh, you know, there's a lot yeah. of great, there's a lot of, uh, an amazing fare in um, in Japanese amazing. food. So mm-hmm. I haven't eaten anything that exciting. So. All right. yeah, no, you have you still have to answer the question though. <sighs> What's that restaurant that does the rattlesnake? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Rustler's yeah. Roost? That's yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've had that. That's about it. I'm I mean, take you to a Japanese yeah. restaurant or any great Asian, you know, Korean or, or Thai. It just yeah. it's something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like textures. Oh, the, you wouldn't like the suction cups on, yeah. the, uh, on the octopus then? I love <laughs> the suction cups. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Uh, okay. What Did you answer that? No. Um, same thing, like fish heads or okay. whatever. Right. Nothing crazy. All right. Chewing or just like throw it back? I don't like throw it back. I don't like gross stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's not, it's not my energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What's your most useless talent that you have? Mm. Oh, <laughs> useless <laughs> talent. Mine is, see, useless mm. talent. You could that's be, um, what's it? A beatboxer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can move my ears. Ah, oh, that's a good one. That is yeah. good. Oh, you got a lot, man. See? Great job. Useless talents. <laughs> I can do this thing with my arm. <laughs> oh, like, We're getting full weird here. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. That's vague. I'll, I'll show you guys that. That's it's like vague. a little it's the little twisty thing, remember? <laughs> I, I can make it like hard. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, oh yeah, that's he's like double jointed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Spin yeah. yeah. Wow. Like double jointed. Yeah, you can yeah. spin your That is really impressive. Yeah, that is impressive. Six times. Yeah. And then uh does it like let loose like a rubber band? <laughs> <laughs> it's all swinging back. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've got some good magic tricks too. <laughs> I don't know. I used to make friendship bracelets when I was a kid, and I haven't done that in a long time, so that's pretty useless. No, okay. that's, that's not useless. Yeah, that's I a good that's one. A good that's yeah. for friendship. That's for yeah. best friends. You hand them out. Yeah. Okay. Allison is good. They, they're stumpers. Yeah. 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 Kevin, yeah. Kevin would ask questions, you know, that were related to Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. No. Oh. My useless talent is I can clap with one hand. That's, that's go. go. Show us right now. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, wow. I was not expecting that. I was okay. Not, I was not expecting that either. Wow. That's yeah. really good. I, yeah. I, I put that in there so I could show that off. Oh, that's impressive. Uh, okay. That's impressive. All right. Yeah. Um, we have nothing. Last one. What's the most ridiculous fact that you know? Well, I mean, it's not really useless. I'm reading a biography of by Sint Marshall, and she was the first black... Uh, cheerleader at UC Berkeley and wow. she also was the first maybe female black president of her AT&T? high school oh, yeah. and definitely of AT&T and also uh, as a CEO of uh, NBA Mavericks. team yeah. yep, of the Mavericks but she is That's amazing yeah. uh, so I have That's a amazing. lot of facts about her in my head <laughs> right now because uh, you're reading that book because I'm reading that book but it is a phenomenal read I think Dan Daly and Smedley Butler were the only two Marines to win 
two medals of honor. Wow. That's double that's medal wild. of honor winners. Yes. How do you do that? How do you do that? That's pretty impressive. That's insane. Oh, I actually also just read um, that when golf balls are hot, they actually will travel 20 yards further than a cold golf ball. No kidding. That, so is, a, that is useless, yep. but also maybe helpful. I don't that's know. That's helpful. So yeah, do that's you, a good one. Do, does everyone golf better in the summer in Arizona? That's the question. That's the question. So I will just leave that right there for you guys. You can take cotton balls and coat them in Vaseline and then light them on fire and use that as a as a fire source. And back to that fire. would be very helpful for Jihei. I didn't yeah. need any help. I had all the stuff you'd given me. <laughs> and I just burned all that. All those notes. Yep. <laughs> burned right up. <laughs> Let's end on that. <laughs> That's a great way to end. Uh, we've been talking for a long time. And uh, Jihei and Chris, thanks for being here. Uh, great. Uh, just so much great information, both on, on foster care on the Jackson Foundation, on just great conversation too. So thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for being great sports. We'd like to have a lot of fun with this. So very much appreciate your your time and, and you being with us today. Thanks, thanks for, for having yeah. us. So fun. Of course, for our listeners and Allison, you got anything to wrap up with? Not at all, Chief. Yeah, nothing, no. zero. No. Allison's like, just get I, me out of I this I feel room. bad about my life right now. <laughs> so I just yeah, me too. I'm, uh, yeah, so uh, to our listeners out there, thanks for being with us again and, and enjoying our uh, frivolity. And we like to make, you know, be lighthearted and have great conversation with some amazing, amazing people always. And, and uh, Chris and Jihei were certainly that. So uh, do great things out there. And I'm, I'll use Jihei's discussion about, um, you know, making your way toward your mountain, find those goals uh, that you want and, and, uh, and walk in that direction. Uh, sometimes you're going to, you're going to go over some speed bumps or, or some, uh, some valleys, but, uh, keep heading in that direction. Uh, that's the goal here. So take care of each other, do right by one another. And, uh, we're only going to, we're only going to get through this together. We're only going to get through this, uh, by, by helping each other out and holding each other up and, and loving one another. And if we do more of that, we'll have less of the violence and, and division that we have right now. So take care of each other and we'll see you next month. Thank you for tuning into the special two-year anniversary episode of Shop Talk. If you enjoyed our banter, do spread the word amongst your friends. The Scottsdale PD team is thrilled to have you as part of our listening family. If you could take a moment to rate us on iTunes, we'd be over the moon for a five-star review. And a general reminder in these sizzling times, hydrate, take it easy, and perhaps swap the rush for a leisurely round of golf. Speaking of which, did you know, thanks to Jihei's fact check, that heat and humidity actually make the air less dense, allowing your golf ball to soar even farther. So next time you're aiming for that elusive hole-in-one on the 16th TPC, remember, the weather's on your side. <laughs>